welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, it's a brand new year. And if you thought these couples were going to turn over a fresh new leaf, (laughs) you would be sadly mistaken. Married at First Sight is... Still a Denver disaster. Would would you agree with that, Christy? Well, we have another episode, <laughs> another divorce. So Well, they haven't divorced yet. <laughs> well, okay, they have separated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have to like wait a certain amount of time, legally speaking. Uh, before actually finalizing it but yeah so we'll we'll, we'll get there uh, but uh let's start with emily and breton mm-hmm. another another great wonderful in sync couple you know he thinks they just had a little bit of miscommunication yes because this is post uh post the whole uh, therapy recommendation that yeah, was he, I think just a day before yeah, which he did not take well no he did not like that I guess Pia also gave them some some like couples exercises to bond them bring them closer uh, like physical intimacy exercises that's also too much for him. The most he'll do is give her a hug. Oh yeah, it's like it's a little it's just a little weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't wanna touch my wife. Oh. So Emily has to settle for an in the moment hug with the promise of doing more. She still wants more emotional connection though, which he's not she is not getting. Yeah, I feel like in this moment him being like oh i like hugging i it just felt like uh, i don't know how to describe it like this is all i'm willing to do oh yeah i will hug you sometimes so that i can say with a straight face that i did the exercises i touched my wife the i gave her like three hugs this week and that's it, which I think is a big part of why Emily's reaction to that was, oh, it, it, but we need to talk more, <laughs> right? Right, like we need to actually, you know, have these conversations. He still looks like he's there against his will. Yep, he looks like he's a hostage. Yes, so... They were also making pizza with a massive amount of pineapple on it. Like, not just a lot of pineapple, but the chunks were like <laughs> you an inch tall. You didn't appreciate that? <laughs> it just looks like it wouldn't do right. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not important at all, but. What? No, no. I think we need to talk about this pizza board. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a pizza that a lot of people on the internet would object to. Uh, there's always that raging debate, which I feel like just 
let people enjoy things. If you want to put pineapple on pizza, if you want to put an entire Costco-sized can of pineapple on your pizza, go for it. Um, But I feel like this this pizza was just a stand-in for all their problems. Just weird looking, (laughs) out of proportion. Even, even Brennan like kneading the dough for it was kind of weird. They're they're struggling. (laughs) That that is an an understatement. And I still just uh, I don't have a whole lot of patience and understanding for Brennan because it feels like he is operating in a in a kind of way that is not not nice and not fair to Emily and uh, just very much wanting to preserve his sparkling clean image which he's already failed at that though oh absolutely in his attempt to do that it just makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. So it is time for the experts to salvage this season and bring in Michael again for a do-over. Because we're down to, after this episode, two couples with one of them hanging on by a thread. <laughs> so let's try and restart the process. I just love that this season... This season has been so much of a disaster that it's, that's, there's no there's no point to even give our will they won't they yes on decision day at the end of the episode this season. There's just no point because no. like all of these people end up divorced. Ta-da. I mean, remember like <laughs> right after the weddings and it seemed hopeful for like one episode. I can't believe how much of a fool I was. <laughs> how much of how much so, of a fool we were. We were just so so ignorant, blissfully unaware at that point. I guess Michael has to kind of pretend he hasn't already talked to the producers about this and have this whole sit down with them and talk about how he's grown, what he thought of it, just filler to get to the, yes, I'll let you find me another match. Uh, so not much there. I'm still I'm still going to maintain. I think he is too specific of a person for this to work. I mean, all of these people are specific, I would say. Uh, not not. All of them. I mean, his pants were kind of weird, but <laughs> you, you didn't like you didn't <laughs> like the the ensemble there. He thinks very hard about those ensembles. You know, I can tell. Yeah, it definitely looks put together. It just doesn't land for me, at least. Mm, yeah, this one didn't for me. Mm-hmm. He, of course, brought his crown along. <laughs> <sighs> So next is Claire and Cameron doing some indoor skiing. This is where Cameron says they are killing the fun. Ah, uh, yes, literally, they're, they're killing the fun with their tiring chemistry. 
What it I so before we talk about the obvious disaster that is Claire and Cameron, what did you think about that that indoor skiing place they went to? You think that was cool? Would you do would you do that? Oh, maybe. I mean, I was actually kind of confused like how it worked. Was it like motorized underneath? Because it looked like they were like moving, but not really. Yeah. So it's like a treadmill, essentially, like a big, a big treadmill. So you go on it, and they're able to like change how steep it is, how fast it's moving, all that. So oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, certainly we do that over regular <laughs> skiing. You don't want you don't want to go out on the mountain and break a leg. Nah. <laughs> Look, many people go skiing and don't break a leg. Okay, even I I have been skiing a couple times and have not broken a leg. Well, you got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, as long as you stay within your skill level, your chances are of survival are high. But yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. It's probably really expensive to do that, I would imagine. But uh, honestly, they shouldn't have even bothered. No, this is <laughs> this is Pia's. Let's have fun and ignore the yes. Let's not let's not stuff. talk or think about the future. Because the future is pointless. There is no future. No, this was just <laughs> a scene to fill out the episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just, I can't even with these two sometimes. Just the, the coldness, the sniping at each other, the tiring chemistry yet again. <laughs> just, what? They need to fire who the, whoever, whoever is actually doing the matching. Mm. And Pastor Cal. And Dr. Pepper. P can stay for now. But <laughs> she's on probation too. <laughs> they need to just wipe. Well, I mean, I don't think either of those three are actually doing the matching. I'm sure, but I've just been particularly irritated with pastor cal lately because i feel like he's really coming in strong with the useless advice (laughs) so oh goodness which speaking of that i guess let's let's talk about eternal damnation (laughs) another topic that is very heavy for this show uh yeah, so essentially, Becca is not doing all right, and I get so we found out later in after party she was mentioning that that they were like Austin was like designing another hat. Yeah, and it had a <laughs> like, cro- like it had a cross on it. I guess like he needs any more hats, but yeah, I guess he was designing another hat. And had like a, a a cross on it, and I think what she was saying is that she then like made some joke about like, oh, do you think I'm going to hell or something like that? And he was like, actually, yes, <laughs> you are going to hell. And you know, I am definitely, I can care for you 
and love you in this lifetime, but we are going to spend eternity apart because you don't love Jesus. Goodbye. And that predictably didn't go over very well. No, it didn't. (laughs) I don't know. This whole thing was just like... So, like, she doesn't believe in hell to start with. Right, but the fact that that he claims to and, like, thinks that she's going to be sent there, like, makes her feel bad, makes her feel less than judged, and, yeah. judged and, I just, and all of that. Like, from Austin's perspective, would you want to be married to somebody who you will not spend eternity with? Like, that doesn't make sense either. It doesn't make sense from either side. I mean, so here's the thing, though. And I guess maybe this depends somewhat on what branch of these things you're in. But overall, like, spending eternity with your spouse is not something that's, like, part of Christian theology. Like, I'm sure sometimes people pretend it is, but that's not— What do you mean? Like, that you're going to spend eternity, like, specifically with your spouse— Versus, well, no, not necessarily just married, like, but, versus but just you'd like, still be, like, what I mean is you wouldn't, one wouldn't be in heaven, the other wouldn't be in hell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, you, you know, if you imagine, you know, all those people up in heaven, you're really going to even be able to find your your spouse? Like, I would think so. <laughs> I don't know. My, my point is that, like, it, they're just... This is just the experts a bad match again. I, except, like, I just, I don't know how much of, I don't know how much of a bad match it actually is. Because it doesn't really seem like Austin actually has much of any conviction. Well, <laughs> I mean, it seems like that's how he was taught growing up in church like many people were, and he hasn't really given it much thought since. But he hasn't also been given, like, any, like, recent theology to go against (laughs) it either. So that's, he's kind of just defaulted to, yeah, if you're not a Christian, you'll be in hell. Well, yeah, but now, now, now he has. I just, uh, I don't know, I don't know about all this. It's just all very weird. And then, of course, they have to meet with Pastor Cal over over Zoom, and he's like, well, <laughs> who's to say? I mean, I call myself a pastor, but who's to say what's actually right, real and right? <sighs> you know, and, and nobody's, nobody's come back from the great beyond, so we can't know anything for sure, and all couples have problems, so... I mean, this is the same guy who said, oh, like, one's Christian, one's agnostic, but as long as you both believe in love, it'll be fine. (laughs) So I'm not really surprised this was his response to this either. Yeah, I just... They're just trying to smooth things over so they'll stay together. Yes, until decision day. That's all we care about. Survival till decision day. These We're losing couples left and right. 
we gotta we gotta hold on i just again with the whole conviction thing it just kind of seemed like he i don't know with his like oh yeah like christianity judaism islam like they're all basically the same right like I just, I, they are not. It's, it, it, <laughs> I mean, yes, and you know, wars have been fought regarding all of this, you know, and uh, many books and so forth have been written. Um, but that's where I sort of like, I don't know how much stuff he actually actively believes. Like a few episodes ago. Uh, where his best friend was talking about like yeah like I don't know he just doesn't seem like he like it affects any decisions he makes so I don't know it's, it, that may make it a little bit more wishy-washy feeling it's also possible that he's just like trying to navigate how to present himself on tv so he's like trying to be or trying to appear like a bit more flexible so he's like oh yeah like these yeah they're the same like whatever and, and could be that as well but it just seems a little strange to me yeah i don't know oh boy i don't really know what to make of it yeah. It's like he's going to have, if he wants to stay with her, he's going to have to, like, say what he needs to to, like, make her feel better. So that's going to be the end result of that is I don't think you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I, I don't know. Just, uh, and Pastor Cal, of course, look. You are his magic. It's end of story, okay? You guys are meant to be together. <sighs> so apparently they have like sort of said I love you or she did at least. Mm -hmm. so. Well, he, I think it was Austin who told her that he loved her. But she, she was like, oh, like, just joke. Like accidentally told him. And Pastor Cal, of course, is like, no. No, it was not a joke, okay? It was not a joke. He meant it. Most of the time, we don't realize that we're in love immediately. Okay? Yeah, I've heard Pastor Kel say that many times before <laughs> in this show. He's He wants that love, that love you I don't as know. soon as possible. I don't know. It's just, it's just a little weird because... At first, I kind of thought that maybe this whole hell thing was like a way for Austin to get out of the marriage. But he seems to be waffling so much that I don't know if I believe that anymore. Yeah, especially since I think it just started as a joke. It wasn't like... He sat down. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to discuss the afterlife." Oh yeah, no, with he you. never. No, he would not have. He, I mean, he said this whole season he doesn't want to talk about serious things. Okay, no. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> no, no, that was that was a total 
a total accident that he never intended. I bet he wishes he had answered that question differently when it was first brought up. I mean, he just probably wishes that, you know, he uh, had not responded to her, to her joke. <laughs> yeah, I should have been, oh, no, of course not. <laughs> that would have been the end of it. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was real weird. Um, also, when did he talk to her, her friend? I guess later. Yeah, I didn't I have want, much on that. It I was kind want. of just, uh. That was just a little weird to me as, as well, because like, essentially, after their Pastor Cal conversation, the ultimate theme was dude if you think i'm going to hell we are not going to work out and so he he now has to figure out if he truly thinks she's going to hell (laughs) and that's part of why later later he ends up facetiming with with one of her friends who is catholic lapped catholic something who also, like, where are they getting these religious people with zero convictions whatsoever? Because she was like, yeah, I'm Catholic, but, you know, like, really, at the end of the day, this is all love, and, like, hell is just, you know, being separated from God, and so, like, (laughs) how could someone who's so happy and full of life be separate from God? That's, like, immediately adjacent to God. So if there is a hell, she ain't going to hell. It's just like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there are like thousands of years of uh, scholarship across many different religions who, uh, uh, you know, would probably have an issue with that. I think things have just gotten a lot more flexible nowadays. (laughs) Well, like that's too harsh for people. So people are kind of like softening and there, I mean, there's things still, a little bit. There's still religious people out there who believe in hell. Yeah, there's lots of them. Mm-hmm. Not unmarried so, at first sight, though. I mean, I'm not surprised by that, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a little. It's just a little strange to me. But I guess. Uh, I guess. With with anything, you know, you have your people that are really hardcore about stuff. You have your people who are like, yeah, like, you know, I'm whatever, but, you know, it doesn't really inform how I live. It's just, you know, a way to describe myself. You know, enjoy, I enjoy potlucks, right? So, uh, this is, this is going to be interesting to see what conclusion he reaches it just is unfortunate that they keep pairing all these people who are so uh, diametrically opposed because even though we didn't get any sort of blow up about it it seems like this is a very similar situation to uh, part of Claire and Cameron's problem because he's not religious at all and does not want to raise his kids as religious 
but she is now more religious than she was because of her brother's passing. So why why are they? That's that's what I've been saying. They needed to swap those two <laughs> couples, Cameron and Becca. <laughs> that wouldn't have Claire gone and Austin. <laughs> At least the religious part would have sort of imagine, lined up. Can you imagine how much crap she would have given him about his hats? Like, oh, uh, adults don't wear hats. Maybe they would have been more sexually compatible as well. I don't think so. I have a hard time believing. It can't be worse than Cameron and Claire, though. I just... I don't know. This is probably mean. But it just... Does Claire have sexual chemistry with anyone? It just seems like her... We've only seen her with Cameron. It just seems like her standards are so high that it would be difficult to find someone who measures up. I imagine it's hard to date as a therapist. It just seems like she wouldn't necessarily be a great therapist based on what I've seen. (laughs) Maybe that's too Mm. harsh as well. I feel like she would be. You're too kind. She seems very thoughtful. You're too kind, Christy. We're supposed to be razzing people here. Oh, sometimes I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right. Like well, I will with Orion, who ugh. is talking with Cameron, and Claire and Lauren, Claire and Lauren are talking, and Orion is giving marriage advice after he has just had a failed marriage. Yeah. So I, I, I get from a production standpoint that like Lauren and Claire were friends on the show, so it's like if we're putting them together, we need to put orion and cameron together as well for a conversation but yet again orion is not the person you should be taking life relationship marriage advice from no this is the second week in a row he's like i got inspiration from him you should not be inspired by orion like, if you are inspired by Orion, you should be inspired to not behave like Orion. That is how you should be inspired by him, based on what we've seen on this show, at least. So them becoming a bit chummy is... I'm not a big fan of that. It... Yeah, I just can't... I can't take anything Orion says seriously about marriage advice i just yeah it was speaking of (laughs) orion's advice here is you just gotta be your own advocate okay like (laughs) don't be a good husband no don't do that be selfish okay it like looking back on my incredibly lengthy marriage which lasted like four days. I just, my only regret is that I I should have advocated for myself more. Like, bro. That's all that, he did. Exactly. <laughs> that, is, that, that is the entirety of his marriage experience was him just being selfish and considering only his feelings. Like, that was the marriage in a nutshell. How How could he have possibly advocated for himself more? I don't understand that in the slightest. 
(laughs) It's so so funny to me. Don't show up and be a good husband. What are you? (laughs) He didn't do that either. So it's it's just absurd to me. It's It's absurd that 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 should be advice given to somebody who is in a relationship and a marriage. Don't, no, don't show up. No, no, you gotta, you gotta (laughs) watch out for yourself. Don't make sacrifices. Be selfish. Yeah. Advocate for yourself. No, no, don't meet, don't meet them halfway. Don't help them. No, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. What? It just, I was watching, I just, my mind exploded. I just couldn't, I could not take this seriously at all. Oh my goodness. It is now a month into marriage. Yeah. So we see Emily and Brennan riding horses. Yeah, man. Brennan had more chemistry with that horse. Yeah, she's like, finally some emotion. Just wish it was toward me. Yeah. Because he should have married the horse, not Emily. He, like, actually cared about that thing. That they spent, like, it was an afternoon they spent horse riding. And they've been together for a month now. And, like, he has given more affirmations to that horse. In an (laughs) afternoon than he has given her the entire marriage. This is the happiest he's looked. He's been... Like, he was the most intimate with that horse. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what the crap? Oh. So Cameron had a day away from Claire, which he seemed very happy about. That's uh, not a good sign when you're wild stoked to, me. to be away from he, your yeah, wife. He's just like, oh, this is my best bro, and we're going to spend time not with Claire. I guess they, they like, went uh, mountain biking in the in the snowy in the snowy hills but uh, the the enthusiasm the sheer enthusiasm you know the cameras don't lie like, these people are not good enough actors to fake it it's like oh thank goodness i don't have to be around claire's big butt we see becca and austin ice skating mm-hmm. did you enjoy did you enjoy that i have to ask you about all these activities did you enjoy did you enjoy that Right, it wasn't a, cl- a like a standard rink. They it was sort of more of like a winter pathway. Yeah, used. the middle is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if would that make it easier, like less. I don't know, accident prone of running into other people or not. Uh, I mean, I don't know, not necessarily. I think it just again sort of meant to be more of like, oh, that we're on a winter stroll. How lovely! Like if you're uh, skating down a, a river in the holiday season and years of old sort of deal, I think is what it was supposed to evoke. Would you have enjoyed horsing through the snow with Emily and Brennan? Not with them, obviously, Mm. but too cold. Uh, Yeah, that's not really, (laughs) I wouldn't pick that. (laughs) Not to mention the unpredictability of the horses. You get the schedule from production to be like, no, no, no. No. I will say no on decision day if you make <laughs> us do this. <laughs> yeah. They're just... Uh, these two are very confusing to me, Becca and Austin. Because they're all like lovey-dovey again. And like, oh, you know, we have 
irreconcilable differences, but you know, we're just so great and happy and wonderful. And we're going to laugh while we make s'mores to hide our tears inside. Oh, they're having fun in the moment. Yeah, again, don't think about the future. No, just be in the present. Don't think about your impending divorce, okay? Just the now. <laughs> Next we see Emily and Brennan at dinner. He talks about how she has made it a good place for him to oh live. Goodness. It's my easy gosh. for him to stay moved in. What an odd sentiment. Like, in the past, I would have ran out. Yeah, he. he I feel like he made a bit of a, a mistake here in his choice of words. Because, yeah, as you were saying, he's like, yeah, in the past, I would have, like, when I saw a red flag, I would have run. And she's like, a red <laughs> excuse, flag? Excuse me? It's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you call your wife a red flag? <sighs> because, That's so bad. Because he doesn't appreciate that she's had some party time and slept with people, okay? I'd like to know what his sexual past is, and she's, she, he is so judgy about Probably hers. as, like, I would, based on what I've seen slash heard, I would say very similar to her. But it's If a woman does it, it's but, worse. Yeah, it's acceptable for him to do it because, you know, men with penises are supposed to go around and demonstrate their manliness by having sex with as many people as possible. But women, oh, no. You can't do that. It's unacceptable. Emily's faces are the best things to watch during their scenes. She does so much, like, squinting and eye movement. It's, it's, it'll, it's very easy to know what she's thinking. I just, for for Emily's sake, I wish that she had left him this episode and m multiple times for, for sure but it's just like can you imagine the amount of grief she would have saved herself both emotional torture psychological torture as well as the whole like couples retreat accident thing that we keep seeing teased Ooh. like why yeah, you should have just left it left. doesn't seem like they're going to make it long enough to get to that. Well, that's how it's <laughs> felt for a long time. Right. But I feel like, I feel like she's been trying to make it work and, and he's just like, I'm going to be here because no divorce ever. It's not an option. So uh, deal with it. It's a very mm -hmm. weird environment. I am actively rooting for them to break up. <laughs> I'm sure they will at some point. Yeah, it's coming. Why do you th why do you think they gave Michael a second chance? It's because otherwise, in another two three weeks, we're not gonna have any couples left. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of which, we see Michael chatting with his friends. And they want to make sure the same thing is not going to happen again. He's like, well, <laughs> uh, yes, it will. 
And then, like, Dr. Pepper shows up, which I was confused at first. It's like, why would she be joining them? But it turns out she's there to deliver the news. But but also be like, don't worry, guys. This will totally go well this time. We swear. Yeah, we've improved our processes. He's going to make it to second decision day. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't make it to first decision day or to first honeymoon. But he is going to make it. I am sorry. This is this is a bit of an aside, but while I am convinced that ultimately he fails again, I I am curious if ultimately this sort of thing where he's just going to be on his honeymoon by himself would be more of a positive, like. Do you think that at the end of the day, all of the couple interactions that they have helps anything? Because it seems like to me it's a net negative for the couples to be spending time with each other. Just generally Just like they speaking. Com- they compare themselves to they each co- other? They compare themselves to each other. They like get in there and each other's heads about how things are going and how they should react to stuff like i know sort of like oh you know nobody really understands what they're going through but the other couples but i i just wonder if perhaps we get more couples who fail because of all of the interaction they have i mean it's possible i think it's like more entertaining for the audience like i remember in past seasons they used to have an exercise where they would like ask they would usually be like in separate groups where they would ask the men like rate your wife on a scale of one to ten and everyone would have to go around in a circle and say a number Mm. and then later they'd have to tell their spouse what number they gave and sometimes it was low (laughs) that caused issues no way (laughs) sorry honey but i rated you a two that so. that that's looks and personality. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just that's purely for the TV aspect. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I just I was just wondering about that. If like, you know, you get you get uh, clicks almost, where it's just like, can you believe how horrible my spouse is? Yeah, they're horrible for sure. You should break up with them. It's it's on it's not salvageable. Or you have situations like remember the whole like under the door post it note situation from last season? Yep. <laughs> 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 Where was it Nicole who who was yeah, like Yeah, Nicole was overstepping. Yeah, a bit. Nicole was like, Okay, look. You need to do blank, 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 and like list out all these sex moves in order to get them together or something. Like <laughs> a little uncomfortable, in my personal opinion. Um, so let's let's go back to Michael. He is so thrilled. He's ready. He's ready for marriage 2.0. Yep. I mean that's <laughs> that's basically the end of it. Are you ready for Michael marriage 2.0? Yeah, it's something new and interesting to see. 
uh, that means we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have to watch another episode where we choose outfits and it's just one person though. spend a bunch of time in the room pre-wedding being like oh mike how are you feeling are you nervous are you more <laughs> nervous than last time <sighs> all because all these couples cannot stay married for the life of them and so we're getting subjected to this again time for the group dinner oh la la. like everyone is dressed up except for brennan who shows up in sweats really shows how seriously he takes his process so <laughs> brennan like once again just like skipping questions at the table not wanting to express anything look if you don't say anything what you say can't be used against you you don't want to self-incriminate. I guess not. <laughs> so Cameron and Claire haven't talked in a few days. Yeah, because I guess, so two or three days before this, Cameron was like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. I think, you know, given that I'm so inspired by Orion, I'm going to not show up. <laughs> i'm going to go away and yes they, they hadn't even texted since then I, so, I, it boggles my um, mind she apparently was reflecting during that time and now has finished and she is no longer confused <sighs> so cameron decides to say on a count of three say whether you want to divorce or keep trying and after a suspenseful commercial break, they say divorce slash separate. <sighs> and it's over. Yeah. How did you like Cameron's parting salvo there? The thing was about putting down the dog. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, this is going to sound bad. And then proceeds. Every like, time he <laughs> says that. Like, if you... It, <laughs> If you recognize in your brain, oh, this is going to make me sound like a horrible person, maybe don't say that thing that you were going to say. Yes, he basically is like, his, yeah, this just really reminds me of the time when I was younger when we just had this dog. And I loved this dog so much, so wonderful, but it was so sick and... I either had to put it down or let it live in misery for a couple more days. And so I was merciful and put the dog down. And, you know, that's exactly like this situation. <laughs> but I have, no, I have no regrets about putting the dog down. And I have no re regrets about getting rid of Claire either. <laughs> just, oh, man. Just, it's just so funny to me. Like, there's enough awareness to recognize this is a horrible thing to say, but not enough awareness to, to not say it. It's a very no. interesting place to be. Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> uh. So now it's time to turn the camera back to Emily and Brennan and see if they see a future together. 
Brennan is taking it day by day, which uh, is not the answer Emily wanted. Well, it's also all this stuff about taking it day by day, just like really appreciating her resilience. All this stuff is just broken record stuff that he's been saying for forever that has no substance to it and, and just continues to be that the pattern of him not engaging or like giving anything of himself to this process yeah which emily realizes all of that and yeah she's not is fed up she's not happy about it she leaves (laughs) heads to the bathroom claire follows her she rants to claire some and emily's like i wish i didn't care about him which is rough and i also just say too how when she like runs away his first response is, oh, I'm going to come with you and make sure you don't say anything to, <laughs> to anybody while I'm not here. Like, Thankfully, she shut that down. Yeah, she's like, uh, no. <laughs> I just, man, I cannot with this, with this dude. The amount of attempt to control the, the narrative, control her is not appreciated did you hear when he said i won't let her walk away from me like that that's some scary stuff there yeah because he is not going to get divorced okay even if he has to lock her in a closet and never let her out so eventually they end up in like an suv where she says she's embarrassed she doesn't deserve this he tries to be like, oh, I didn't know you were upset. Which, I, I don't know that I buy that, but he still doesn't have answers. Yeah, <sighs> I... This, this... This situation is really bordering on, if not actually in very concerning territory for me, to be honest with you. Because... The way that Brennan conducts himself feels very, like, vaguely threatening. And and just a lot of things where it's like, he clearly does not like her (laughs) at all. No. But he's also very invested in crafting this sort of life and like happy fairy tale essentially but but he doesn't care about her at all so he's like he just wants to like stick her in a corner somewhere so he can be like yeah i'm married it's worked it's wonderful but he loathes her it's so it's such a weird position i feel like to be in he's like seething underneath the surface and you can kind of see it in his face which i'm just like really unnerved by that yeah i just it's not great i want her to get out and then one final thing we saw in after party claire revealed that one night she tried to have sex with cameron and he rejected her it was like ew no which doesn't line up with things cameron has said so who do you think is telling the truth i, I don't even know i mean at this point it doesn't even matter since they're 
divorcing. No, it matters. I need answers. I need closure. I would like answers too. Like, we need the two of them in the same room. And they always appear on after parties. It's like, you're one side and the next week you hear something contradictory. It's like, well, which is it? They really need to play back a bunch of GoPro footage at the reunion. I need to see it. Okay, I need to know. Because I don't know. I don't know what is going on here. I'm very confused. And I feel like there are at least elements to tr- of truth to, to some things. I mean, I feel like I feel like at this point, I'm maybe more likely to believe Claire, even though I'm not the hugest Claire fan, just based on Cameron's behavior and getting all chummy chummy to Orion. Like that, talk about red flags. That is, mm-hmm. that is a massive red flag to me. So, I don't, I, I don't know, Christy. I'm just, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. They should have just pulled uh, Warner Brothers and just shelved this season for the tax benefits, not even released it. (laughs) Like, because it was it was over when they were when they started airing episodes, right? Yeah, it's shot long. Yeah, so they could have saved us all the trouble, but they didn't.